think the craziest thing I ever saw. Uh, it was like, I don't know, it was like 4.30, maybe 5 o'clock in the morning. And I was actually like just down the street. And I think I was walking this way and like, there's just this guy running and like, all he had on was a thong. I guess I'll just start my, with my Boston experience, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah, because um, I've been on and off the streets for like years, so it's, some of them were like my choices, and then other times it's like, well, this time really wasn't my choice, so that's kind of why I'm gonna start here. This is Anthony. Think of a more attractive Hagrid sitting outside South Station it's the peak of rush hour. Everyone's going home to their families. He's sitting, leaning against the traffic light with his cup in his hand, watching hundreds of people go by. I wait a couple hours and come back later when it's not prime busking time. Kind of lost my job and was still kind of new to Boston, you know? What was your job? I was doing some data entry for some people, you know, and their funding got cut and they kind of cut my position. So it's like, all right, lived off that for a few months and then kind of really ended up back on the, back on the street, you know, it's like, on the other hand, it's not, I mean, it's not all bad, but it could be a lot better. First, I kind of started at the shelters, you know, and then it's like kind of at the point where I go in for a few days to take a shower and clean up and like just kind of use it to refocus and then come back out and see what the day brings, you know, or if I stay out, I stay out, you know, like, I guess just learned how to adapt. Can you talk about why people are avoiding the shelters? I think a lot of it has to do, I think, because there's so many of us that being, like, the shelters have so much space, you know? And you get, like, say, 500, 600 guys in, like, a small, confined space kind of gets claustrophobic and personalities clash. Um, I, I hate to say this, like a lot of, some, some of it has to do with drugs and alcohol. Some of it has to do with mental illness. Others, another reason which not many people probably realize is a lot of times if you actually get lucky and um, get a job, <clears throat> a lot of times your job might get out at say six o'clock at night, but then the shelter opens up at three in the afternoon and by the time you get there, there'll be no more beds. So that's like another, that's another reason. Do you oh. feel more comfortable on the streets now than on, in, a, in a building? Sometimes, um, especially I feel more comfortable on the streets than the shelter, 
Only, only because I get claustrophobic, you know, and some of the, like, the beds aren't that far apart, so it's like, you're like, you'll have, like, one guy to the right and left of you, like, and there might be a foot in between you guys, you know, where being on the street, you got... I find it so yeah, crazy like that someone would some rather distance, sleep you know? outside in a Boston winter than have to go into the shelter. That just gives you an idea of how bad the living conditions are in the shelters. I think also, it's like being out on the street, you kind of know, you kind of, it's easier to go somewhere, you know? Like, so like, if, say you have a restless night, you can just get up and like take a walk somewhere, you know? Where at the shelters, you're kind of just sitting, if you can't sleep, you're sitting there and twiddling your your thumbs, you know? Yeah. Like just waiting until, until it's time to go, you know? It's like, like, and I think that's one thing I miss about like having my own home, you can come and go as you please, you know? Like being homeless, it's like, you're, you're kind of restricted on what you can and can't do, you know? And I think that's what I find the most difficult, you know? It's like uh, going out, like say, I want to go out have a fancy dinner, but being homeless, I don't have the money into and not, like go to, say, a, like a nice restaurant, there, you get a, you might be afraid of being judged on just through your appearance, you know? It's really sad, you know? It's like, I think being homeless, it's like you get judged because of all the stories of like the drugs and the alcohol and like the mental illness. It's like, you guys got, you got guys who are, hey, we're trying to come up, but then we get pushed back down just because people some most a lot of people are like just judgmental you know yeah. they look look down on you you know seeing you sitting at the crosswalk and all those people walking by you do you ever feel like people try to avoid looking at you do you ever feel invisible yeah sometimes like a lot of times yeah yeah um sometimes i like just like i start people watching you know especially like when it's like super slow like you have mad people walking walking by you and you just kind of stare like just kind of stare at people watching them walk by and you could see them like trying to avoid that eye contact or you know makes me wonder what people are actually what's going on in their head you know it's like I'm like no different than somebody working in an office building you know I think if somebody actually just stopped and like talked to somebody a homeless person you you'd probably be amazed on like how much they know you know that's that's a main point of <coughs> these podcasts because I feel like people have no idea what you're actually going through yeah they might think you're just some heroin addict but you're more than that yeah you know? it's like <laughs> yeah like I don't do heroin exactly, but yeah, yeah. yeah it's like but, but I get it like yeah it's like I get it it's like yeah it's like 
like I think a bulk, like a bulk of us are like not really in the heroin thing. But then what you see on the news with the homeless people, oh, they're a bunch of heroin addicts yeah. or meth heads or alcoholics. It's like yeah, but there's other people too, you know. Four of the five of the people that I have interviewed so far have been non-drug users. But it's because it's it's a mind game, you know. Yeah. And I've always I've always said this to a lot of people. It's yeah, it's good to treat the addiction, but then if you add on the mental aspect to it, like get them some mental help on top of that, I bet you there'll be a lot more people getting clean than. Do you see? mental illness on the streets a lot? Yeah, you see it a lot. Uh, Do you think there's enough support there? No. I mean, there's there's services out there, but they're even... They, they're so swamped that I don't think they can even... They could probably scratch the surface, but that's about it. It's... I think if uh, I think a lot of it is if we kind of focus on mental illness, I bet you most most people would actually get get clean, you know, because a lot of them are like self-medicating, you know, and like what. A normal person would see is, oh, they're just an addict. But really, they're are they an addict because they choose to be, or is it they are so messed up in the head that they're self-medicating? I think the best way to put it is like I'm housing impaired. You know, yeah, it's that's the best way to put it. And like another one, it's like really I'm not. If you look at it, it's like I'm not homeless. I'm really houseless, you know? It's like where, I've always said it's like home is where the heart is. And like being here, it's like, I feel at home, but I just don't have a place to live, you know? Where are you sleeping at the moment? <laughs> here and there. Like, um, you move around mostly, you don't have a one like spot? Yeah, I just don't, I move around. Like I'm one guy that just kind of moves around. Um, Can you walk me through, like, how you would get ready for a night of sleep? Because it's wicked cold out here. Mm, usually, like, a night of sleep. Uh, like, on a cold, like, a cold night like this, I'd probably uh, go get a couple blankets. From where? And, like, mm, I got a couple stashes. I got a sub stash spot. Um, like go get a get a couple of my blankets, then kind of walk or kind of rock around till maybe about midnight, and like kind of look around, see where see where I can like tuck in, like just kind of hide away from get a few hours rest, you know, then. 
it's more like when it's cold out it's more of like a nap than it is like like feeling rested yeah yeah like kind of just rest kind of take a nap you know like that's just me it's like like just find somewhere you take a nap for like a couple hours and then get up and you move on and like a lot of times uh, come like 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, I go back to put my blankets at my stash spot. And usually uh, the subway's open by then. Then nice I'll just, yeah, so I'll just, yeah, I'll just go to my stash spot, put up my blankets, then head down to the subway, you know. Can you sleep at, in there at all? Um, yes and no. It, uh, it's, it's definitely harder than it is being, um, well, it's actually harder during the week just because they're getting ready for the rush hour in the mornings. Um, a lot of times I might even just, like, hop on one of the trains that, and, like, ride it back and forth and, like, kind of, like, doze off for a little bit, you know? I mean, a lot of times they don't, it's easier to do that than actually sleeping in the station because it's, um, weekends are not so bad just because nobody really rides the subway at like five in the morning. So it's like, you're, you might get away with it then and it's just, but like during the week it's a little harder because they're more vigilant on like who's around just because of rush hour and people going to work and which is understandable from my point like I totally get that you know keep going I'm just gonna check if this is rolling still I don't want it to uh not be recording you know all right keep going yeah uh yeah definitely the subways I think it's I think it's definitely a lifesaver sometimes like are there ever nights that you just cannot stay outside and you just have to go inside there's been the, yeah there's usually and if usually like like uh was it like a few days ago where it was like in the single digits you know i'm like yeah i'm going inside you know okay. i mean even though i've shoot i've been out on the street in negative weather before, but it's like. You, you slept out on the streets in yeah. negative weather. Yeah. Can you go, like, go through that with me? Uh, how, how is that at night? At night, it's rough. It's definitely rough. Uh, I don't think I got really any sleep those nights. Um, just shivering all just, night? No, yeah, blankets out. It took the edge off. But like, definitely, you you knew it was cold. It's like, definitely the the body can feel it, you know. Um, but like I said, like like when I'm like on the single digits or negative, I try to get it inside, you know, yeah. just because it's probably the smartest thing anybody can do but you got some diehards who hey this is they rather be 
outside than inside, you know. It's like, but like with the shelters, it's, at least for me, it's like, when I go inside, it's like, okay, I can get maybe some dinner and like a shower, obviously a shower and and like a restful night's sleep. Like the two things that I look forward to when I go to the, sh- or to the shelter is like the shower and like just a restful night's sleep, you know? Because yeah. the food's not the greatest. Like, it's weird, like I eat better out on the street than I do in the shelters. Do you use drugs yourself? No, well, weed every once in a while. But yeah, like I haven't heard hit anything hard in like since my early 20s so yeah that's and I've drink once in on blue moon you know like um, so let's say someone came by here and gave you a $20 bill what and that was the only money you got that day what would you spend it on I think the first thing you would do was probably get something to eat That'll be the first thing that I do. Um, and if there's like anything left over, maybe I hate to say it, maybe a pack of cigarettes, at best, you know. Like, and if well, actually no. First, would probably be food, and then maybe. And then put some money on my Charlie card. Then maybe cigarettes, if I have enough. Did you find that the police treat you well? For the most, 90% of the time, yeah. Um, Yeah, you get um, that one, um, how do you say it? They're generally, they're generally pretty caring, you know? Like, and actually every once in a while, you have a cop, I have a cop come up and say, hey, here's a couple of bucks, go get you a cup of coffee. I think for the most part, they under, out of everybody, I think they understand the most, you know? Do you think that's just because they have to interact with you more than normal people? I think so. And they realize that you're just a normal person? Yeah, I think, I think because there's homeless and cops interact with each other almost daily. So it's like, I think they're more understanding. Um, granted, assholes of cat or asshole cops, you also have asshole homeless people. So it's like, they're, they're, there's assholes on both sides, you know? Do you hang out usually by yourself or do you like have a group that you stick with? Mm. Yeah, I mean, like I have my, I have uh, my little crew, but for the most part, I stick to myself. There's, um, yeah, there's probably like, there's like probably just three of us that we come together like once a week, twice a week, just to hang out. You know, we all like got our things going on, so it's not like. Yeah, it's like when we get together, it's kind of just a good time, quiet time. We're like, we'll just sit there and talk and like for a couple hours, you know, it's not nothing, nothing major, you know, like every once in a while we might, if we have the money, we'll go do something fun. 
I'm Anthony, and thank you for listening today. And any donations actually are much appreciated. Should we use that money for? I would say supplies, you know, just for people. What type of supplies? I'd say blankets, socks, clothing, uh, hygiene. I would like to give a huge thank you to Will and Ted for donating. If you would like to donate, my GoFundMe can be found on my website, I wish I was outside.org, all lowercase. I also take Vemo, which can be found there. With your help, once we reach our first goal of $500, we will be giving out blankets and warm clothing to try to make this winter a little easier for some. Thank you for all your support. I'm Aiden Doherty, and that was Treats and Stories.